Hello everyone, welcome back to the um, series through the Psalms. We're going through Psalms 5, part 2. If you haven't seen the first one, I encourage you to go back and watch the first one. We're going to be talking through verses 9 through 12. We'll be reading that whole entire section there um, where it talks about the... Uh, um, and talks about what happens with the foolish, with the unwise, with the um, wicked. It says in verse 9, For there is no faithfulness in their mouth, their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulchre, they flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God, let them fall by their own counsels, lest I cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against thee. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous with favor, wilt thou compass him as with a shield. And it's great, David ends with that shield towards the end of this psalm. It's a reoccurring thing in all the psalms, in most of the psalms that we've read. Or he talks about the shield um, that God protects him with. He is the shield that um, protects us through from day to day. Um, as we look in verse 9, we break it down. It says, they, For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. They say things, but they're not faithful. They do not mean the things that they say. They say one thing, but then they're not faithful to do that one thing. Uh, and then it says, their inward part is very wickedness. That means from the inside, from what they've been taught, from what they know, what they've grown up with is very wicked. There's none, there no part of them that is righteous. And um, that's what makes them have the bad counsel. That makes them move to do wicked things. Uh, their throat is an open sepulcher. Everything that they say is death. It's vain. It's something that it does not encourage. It's hopeless. It's poor. It's death. It's an open sepulcher. It smells. It's rotting. It's terrible. They flatter with their tongue. They're not stupid. They are smart. They can speak. They have the ability to speak. They know that they can speak and they can flatter. They can talk. They can ease into a conversation and make you believe something. That is what that means. They flatter with the tongue. They know how to talk. They know how to move a person. And then it goes on to say, David wants them destroyed. Destroy them. Oh God, let them fall by their own counsels. They say things. They tell, encourage other people uh, to do things. But when they take their own counsel, they will fall, as they did everyone else that the, he gave counsel to. God gives us mercy. It's shown there in verse 7 that uh, David, even as a sinful person, But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and thy fear will I worship toward the holy temple. David has mercy. He's done very wrong things, but he's still going to walk in being God's house because of God's mercy. But what David's saying here is destroy them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Even though that they have their own counsel and their own counsel is poor, God can still show mercy to them saying, come on, let's go this way. I don't want you to go that way. But, and not let them deserve the consequences of their actions. That's God's mercy. But David's saying they, they don't um they don't they've rebelled against you they don't deserve to be with you they keep on rebelling even though they know the truth even though that they've been told the truth they rebel against you they don't want any part with you so they should deserve all their consequences for their actions for their counsel 
cast them in, out in the multitude of their transgressions. They've gone against your will, God. They've gone against your laws. They've gone against every part of you. For they have rebelled against thee, and they have rebelled against God. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. He's telling us to be exuberant, to be joyful, to be excited about Jesus defending us from those people, from those people to seek evil of us, to, to do things against us, to depart, to rip apart our relationship with God. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Rejoice because you put in trust in God. You have faith in God. Don't let your feelings put you in a, in a spot where you don't put trust in God. Those feelings are temporary. One day you'll feel like you're saved. Next day you feel like you're letting down God. Don't let those moments defeat your faith and trust in God. Have faith and rejoice in that faith. Rejoice in that trust in God. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. God defends us. He defends us from those that seek evil against us. And we should have praise and shout out to God. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. We love God's name. We should love God's name. It is a name that gives us peace. It's a name that shows us love. And we should rejoice in his name. And then I like the last verse. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous. With, the f with favor wilt thou compass him with a shield. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. We should strive for righteousness. As Job, as G uh, God said about Job in the beginning, he called Job a perfect man. I we don't I don't know the whole entire context behind that, but Job we know he strove to be righteous. He strove to be a perfect man, and God saw that, and He protected him. But He also let him go into trials and temptations from Satan to show that he had the strength of God to go past any trial in his life. And if we continue in righteousness, we see that God blessed Job, right? And because of his righteousness, he saw God saw favor in Job and protected him. It was only when God um, stood back and did not protect him that Satan came in and tried to give him trials and temptations and tribulations to make him curse God, to make him uh, say evil things about God, to depart his relationship with God, to throw it all away, to break it. But God will step in, back in, when we still have faith and trust in him and strive to do righteous things, to do what is right, to uphold God's law. He will give us um, a compass, a shield around us, and I like how we end that psalm with a shield. It is mentioned many times in the psalms how David uses his shield to compass him. It's an important weapon. It's an important thing. The shield pushes people out of the way that want to do harm to you. A shield protects you from the military weapons that try to pierce through and hit and kill you. God is that shield. He's an unbreakable shield. And he will protect us from all the temptations, from all the the unpeace, unrest that uh, is thrown at us from day to day. So what have we learned from this psalm? We've learned that we should stay true to God. We learned that we should still have faith and trust in God, not let our feelings take us out of that reach from God that will tear apart our relationship with God. We should strive for righteousness. We should not let our feelings get in the way. And when we see the wicked, we should ask God, to protect us from them, to help them in a way, uh, but not to be drug, dragged into their um, wickedness, into their evilness. So 
as we end, for thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous with favor, wilt, uh, with favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. Seek God's shield, seek righteousness, and he will bless you with a unbroken shield, with a impenetrable shield, and he will give you blessings beyond measure. Hope that was encouragement to you today. I have a few things that are coming up. I still have to do um, Psalms uh, 6, 7, and 8. I'm catching up uh, in our Psalms, and I'll be putting those videos out here shortly. Um, I'm hoping to make a few changes uh, in the way I've been doing these. I've been more excited about doing these. I hope I've been more comfortable talking about these topics, and I'm hoping you guys are getting something out of it. If you have anything for me to learn, anything that you see uh, to criticize how I'm um, doing these, how I'm speaking, or whatnot, how I'm breaking these down, please, in the comments, or tell me personally, if you know me personally, uh, what I could do to better myself in these uh, in speaking on YouTube and on my podcast. I uh, hope you are having a blessed day. May God bless you, keep you, may his face shine upon you, and give you peace. See you next time for the next video.